straight from the boardroom to the microphone. I'm April Garcia, and this is Pivot Me, easily applied tools and hacks to get you ahead. This isn't just a podcast. This is an upgrade for your life. helping good people become even better. This is Pivot Me. Today, I'm very excited to have Peter Breer, the president of Starboard Aeronautical, also president of Archer Plastics out of British Columbia, and a client and a friend. And I'm really glad to have you here today, Peter. Thanks for taking the time to uh, speak with us. Thanks, April. It's my pleasure. Wonderful. So we're going to get into uh, the little bit about sort of your response and, and the way that your business is changing in this time. But first, um, tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, and who you do it for. Okay. Um, I operate uh, and own two manufacturing companies, um, somewhat related in terms of their um, the the techniques and the processes we utilize, as well as the manpower and the materials. Um, one is uh, is Archer Plastics, and that's uh, focused on custom manufacturing for various industries. Uh, and also, then I have a company called Starboard Aeronautical, which uh, focuses particularly on the aerospace industry, uh, fixed wing, as well as helicopters, rotary wing, and vast majority of that being rotary wing. And um, and the in the in the uh, in starboard aeronautical, most of the customers currently are uh, specialized or involved. My customers are involved in the uh, uh, fire, forest fire, mm-hmm. fire, fire spotting, air ambulance, um, logging. Yeah. Um, search and rescue. Sure. Sure. So that kind of and uh, the Archer Plastics is all different kind of industries um, from medical, dental, uh, industrial. Um, recreational, um, marine, so a variety of different industries, but it uses use the same processes, the same some same techniques, same processes to manipulate the uh, plastic into different shapes and different forms, and to uh, so they're common, somewhat related, but a little, little different industry little different. in terms of a little bit of focus in terms of the marketing of it. Sure, sure. Now, since it, uh, you probably have the benefit of it being kind of diversified a little bit, so relatively similar, but touching on different industries, how has your business been impacted by this? Well, fortunately for both businesses, I, um, the helicopter industry right now is, uh, because of the forest fires around the world, has been very, um, a lot of new work, a lot of new business, mm. a lot of growth in that area. So I've got a lot of uh, work in progress in that area. Uh, the Archer plastic side, I did have a, we did have a significant order some time ago that we're working on. We're going to be starting working on it very soon. Mm-hmm. So that'll keep us going for a couple of months. And, uh, but I was getting a little nervous about uh, Archer plastics, but uh, because of the crisis, um, there has been some opportunities to help out in the community, especially in the retail stores, the pharmacies and the uh, grocery stores to help uh, uh, manufacture and install uh, barriers. Wow. The sneeze guards between okay. the, uh, the clerks and the uh, customers in the stores, the added, added, uh, um, barrier between that sneeze. I think it's basically essentially a sneeze guard to prevent sure. the customers and, uh, the, the uh, staff members from, uh, 
infecting each other. So. Yeah. So is that something you guys did before, Peter, or is that um, kind of repurposing existing machinery for that? Um, we have done a little bit, but not to this extent um, mm. and not to this volume. Uh, there are there was a couple stores, uh, one grocery store chain and one pharmacy chain that we did a little bit ad hoc, a little bit once in a while. We got mm-hmm. a few little different screens and stuff. But uh, on Monday, uh, on Friday, yesterday, it really took off and uh, had some inquiries from both those stores, chains, as well as two other pharmacy chains. So um, I'm wow. pleased that, you know, I'll be able to have everybody will keep busy over the next number of months doing that kind of work. And, um, but the most important thing I thought, I looked at my, what I was, what are, where I was vulnerable, where my risks were. And I've instructed my, uh, my administration to make sure that, um, that any accounts receivable, we go after those um, uh, early mm-hmm. and uh, see what we can do on collecting them. Because I think people will have trouble and, you know, not to make it difficult for our customers, but just to make sure that money keeps flowing. Sure. So we're trying to mitigate our risks that way. Sure. Um, and um, I do have a fairly small work staff, work, uh, work team. So there's not a lot of people. So everybody's been careful and uh, they have a lot of space at, at work. So they mm-hmm. can stay, stay uh, you know, have a safe distance working together as well as they uh, limit their movement between uh, work and family and uh, restrict their movements, you know, into the, in, you know, to the grocery store and the pharmacy. Sure, sure. So, so I haven't really been affected. Uh, just I was getting nervous about the cash flow mm-hmm. and uh, where, where some of our customers may have trouble paying their bills. Mm-hmm. But I've asked the, the uh, accounts payable, accounts receivable personnel to make sure they're on top of that and sure. see if they uh, make, make, uh, make agreements with uh, customers that are, if they're going to have problems to see what we can do to mitigate those problems, those issues. Absolutely. Now, is your staff, is it primarily in the office? Do you have field people, manufacturing? What is, what is your staff or, or virtual? What, what does your staff makeup look like? Yeah, uh, I have one outside technician utilizing to do uh, 3D scanning. Uh, we do a lot of 3D scanning of uh, helicopters and uh, um, high-end cars for customers that want to, manip- or to uh, design and manufacture uh, custom kits for their cars, mm-hmm. custom auto body shops. So he does a lot of stuff in the field, and he'll be doing a lot of the installation of these screens going forward at uh, the various pharmacies and uh, retail grocery store chains. Mm-hmm. Okay. Perfect. Okay. And then it, uh, you, you have office staff as well too, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Are they still, so it sounds like they're still in the office, they're, but you're maintaining safe distances and you've taken measures to keep them all safe. But at this point, people are still going into the office. Yeah. Except okay. for myself. I only go in if there's a key important, you know, a, a, something that has to be taken care of or a decision sure. that has to be made. But uh, for the most part, I've been staying and working at home. Mm-hmm. I do have my kids here at home. So I've been helping out here with uh, looking after them while they're not at school. Sure. Sure. So how are you, how are you coping with that? So as a, as a person who is not uh, typically works from home, um, that can be a, a big adjustment. We've, we've had that conversation many times on these calls. How are you coping with that? Um, for the first few days, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a bit of a transition. And, yeah, uh, it's given me some. Uh, I I have my office here. I'm sitting in, and it needs a little bit. You know, I, I didn't wasn't a couple up to a couple months ago. I wasn't able to get into my office because there was filing boxes at the door. But 
Mm-hmm. Now I cleaned it up a little bit, but it's going to give me more uh, opportunity to clean my office and get set up. Uh, I might buy, uh, I'm right now operating on a laptop, but I might, uh, I'm considering buying some uh, monitors to mm-hmm. make it a little bit more uh, effective or efficient when I'm using a computer. Sure. Sure. It's funny because uh, we've heard that a few times as well. It was good for the first couple of days. I thought, oh, I really like this remote work. And then um, we've had stories of, you know, someone gets pinged on the head with a Lego in the middle of a conference call or one of the gals said that her daughter came and turned her computer so I could see it in her bedroom. And um, we've had some pretty interesting stories about, um, oh, so this is, this is what remote work can look like if, you know, especially if we're not yeah. accustomed to it. We just don't have the space in place and it, it's an adjustment for people. Yeah. Yeah. So, and your boys are home. So you're um, obviously in British Columbia. School's closed already? Schools are closed. Yes. Okay. We're going to be off. This is going to be, uh, we just finished the first week of spring break. Okay. So I was going to be away anyway with the kids skiing at Sun Peaks, but uh, we had to cancel that where this, the mountain was closed. So we were disappointed. But So I had done a really good job preparing to be away anyway. So this first week was pretty good because I had taken care of a lot of things already and uh, had delegated a lot of the projects and sure. all the projects were going ahead. And then Friday kind of blew up in terms of all those new projects came in. So I got pretty mm-hmm. busy yesterday. Um, but and I'll probably be a little bit busier early next week as I try to delegate and uh, get the resources I need to, sure. uh, to move on some of these big projects. So are you guys, so it sounds like, um, luckily the two businesses that you're running, um, things are still moving ahead that, you know, it's not one of the, the, the real hard hit industries like the entertainment industry or, um, a couple yeah. others that we spoke to, um, what hurdles are you facing right now? Well, um, um, my main hurdle, um, this is just the fa- finances at home because, uh, my wife has been off for quite a while. She took uh, the beginning of, or middle of February. She all went off for surgery, mm-hmm. and then she uh, so she was recuperating from that. And then she had some dental surgery, so she was recuperating from that. So she'd been away for from work for a, a month, sure. and uh, now she shut her business down, uh, mm-hmm. or closed it. Sorry, she didn't shut it down, but closed it for a period of time. She's an optometrist, and she has to get up close and personal with the uh, her patients, oh, yeah. right? So she. And um, so she's just got a fairly large staff and she's figuring that out, uh, how to uh, mitigate uh, the impact it's going to have on her staff and um, where they can help out. But uh, basically it's, it's closed right now. So, yeah. And she's still hobbling around from her injury, from her uh, surgery. So she's not quite hundred percent yet, but she's getting better. And uh, so she's very proactive and she, um, and it was really wonderful. She actually phoned the bank right away and uh, said, uh, "Can we get it?" I, I didn't. I didn't. I thought we could get by, squeak by, and struggle, you know, without her income. Mm-hmm. And she asked the bank to give us a reprieve, and they uh, were uh, very quick in giving us a reprieve for six months wow. on paying our mortgage. So that's a big, big thing. So if any, you know, just some, just educate yourself on what yeah. um, your. Um, government is going to help out. Our Canadian government is really stepping forward and giving out a lot of uh, uh, programs to help people in various situations. Uh, for example, people that are forced to stay, you know, uh, workers that are forced to stay at home to look after their kids. I believe as of uh, April, they will be giving those families or individuals $900 every two weeks to help out. And there's other programs wow. uh, for people that are um, laid off. Wow. And, uh, so, so you edu- educate yourself on what the government, so your local government as well as your federal government is going to provide, I think, an offer. And what the 
if you, I think if you communicate early with your bank and explain the situation, mm-hmm. it'll be more lenient and uh, help help people out with paying uh, paying back mortgages or lines of credit or things like that. So that's amazing. That was one of the questions I was going to ask you: is what resources have you utilized? Um, <clears throat> that is uh, phenomenal. I know we've got some disaster relief. Uh, loans for small businesses. Um, I don't know that we have anything at this point as uh, we'll say encompassing a six months mortgage um, postponement. That is amazing. Um, Yay, Canada, man, JT, Justin Trudeau for the win. Um, (laughs) Probably gonna have to cut that part out. But (laughs) 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 All the Americans are like, ah, and I was like, damn it, Canada wins again. Oh, it's so awesome that they're uh, supporting people through this time as much as they are. And I, I, think- I understand. I understand that your your government stepping forward and providing, um, paying for all the testing for the any potential virus infections. Is that is that how I understand it? You know, I, I that's a good question. I actually don't know. I I don't know what that looks like if someone is uninsured. So if you have insurance, I believe so. I don't know what that looks like if I'm oh, if okay. it's uninsured. So I really can't. Yeah. Um, speak to that. Unfortunately, a lot of people aren't getting tested right now because there's mm-hmm. not enough. So they've got to really yeah. reserve it for people that very, very yeah. much need it. So, but that's a really good point of just understanding what resources and ask early. Um, I was listening to a, a show this morning that was just saying, um, actually one of our earlier interviews, she was saying, ask, and it's okay if they say no, but she said, keep asking because then yeah. the answer might change in two weeks when the guidelines are a bit more yeah. lenient. So it's okay to ask and be told no, but just keep asking and get your name in the pipeline, get your name on a list somewhere that, Hey, I might need help because you know, that's, it, it's an, it's another layer, um, to navigate when you're a business owner, because, um, you know, there's financial concerns, obviously, but there's staffing concerns. You want to maintain your staff. You want to help them out. Um, have you found, um, that your staff is, is struggling or worried? And if so, how are you kind of comforting in them in this time? Or how are you sort of stepping up and, and filling that leadership gap for them um, that maybe some people are going, hey, what do I do? Have you had opportunities mm-hmm. to kind of step in and, and help guide them through this time? Um, I think they're all pretty comfortable that we're going to be, I don't, I th- um, they feel pretty comfortable I don't think they feel that any any, any loss or potential loss of uh, revenue or uh, P going forward, revenue going forward, because we have so we have such a, a strong uh, backlog of work to work mm-hmm. through. Um, they they keep complaining to me that they have too much work. So, in a blessing, that's that's mm-hmm. a blessing really, because you know, because it could be really because uh, I noticed in the general sort of. Uh, it's actually been slowed down in general into the uh, to the custom manufacturing the last number of months. But uh, other than this large, big or large injection molding order and um, and some other little projects as well as the, now the safety screens in the in the retail grocery stores and the pharmacies, it could it could have got pretty quiet. Yeah, it would have uh, our cash flow and our, our resources would have dwindled. But thankfully, everything is is come. Know what's happened the last few days it's been a blessing yeah so just to understand as far as you guys weathering the storm a little bit better than maybe some other businesses are right now how much do you attribute that to um hey this is just the particular industry we're in and it's just not hard hit is it hey we had some really big orders that provided an additional cushion or is it just i knew that a storm would come eventually and so we kind of had a rainy day fund like we were we were prepared for not exactly this but uh some kind of occurrence to happen Mm-hmm. That's a good question. Um, I have set it up so the aviation, um, and particularly helicopters, 
they're expensive to run. So if there, was there a general downturn in the economy, mm-hmm. not induced by um, a medical emergency that we have, but a, just a general turn in, return in the economy, downturn in the economy, helicopters are expensive to operate. And um, so that's, it always has a little bit of a dip when there's a general economy, but I am sort of buffered by that because, or insulated by that because I do a lot of work uh, for helicopters operating fighting fires for the U.S. Forestry Services mm. and, and the Forestry Services around the world. So it's kind of, um, this is a recession proof uh, because mm. the fire, forest fires are getting worse and worse over the last number of years. So it's always been a, um, it's been a steady form of income for me, for sure. us. And, um, but uh, Archer has always been very steady and always growing every year for the, lo- the longest time. But I've noticed in the last four months, it's been the, the uh, work in progress has, has dropped off. And I was getting a little nervous that there was, and I was thinking that there was going to be a downturn. And then this happened. So, um, so a double whammy. But then yeah. I've been, you know, mixed blessing and it's all, you know, it's all worked out. Sure. Um, I think you need to be, you know, you got to be aware of where you are in terms of where, where you're vulnerable. And you've got to, I don't think, overreact or underreact. You have to mitigate your risks and, um, and not uh, not um, not minimize it and use wishful th- thinking. I think at sometimes I maybe just think, wish wish things are just going to oh, things are just going to get better. Mm-hmm. But I think you do have to take t- actions at times when you have real risks and the real uh, real problem of of cash flow and liquidity. Mm-hmm. And you got to keep keep focused on making sure that the cash is moving and that you have projects mm-hmm. in, in in the place. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, I can see how it's going to affect a lot of you know be a lot very difficult for a lot of people. Absolutely. And, um, it's going to be really, really hard, I think, going forward economically. Yeah. And uh, I think the governments are stepping up to help out. Wonderful. And um, yeah. Yeah, I can do to help. And uh, I'm going to get people out in the field installing, you know, safety screens at various retail stores and grocery stores and pharmacies. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. And it, it's so important for us to keep the doors open again, whether that's physically or virtually, but um, to continue to drive that economic engine. Um, yeah. to keep people employed, to keep people um, busy moving things ahead, keep moving the needle. I think that's uh, very important in times like this. Um, what, um, you know, we talked a little bit about some opportunities that exist. So, you know, the sneeze guards, things like that. Is there any other opportunities that you're seeing in this time? And again, we can, it's very easy for us to get caught in um, sort of this trap of looking at what we can't do and not focusing on things we, st- we still can do, right? Well, um, businesses may have shifted a little bit, business may need to pivot a little bit, but are there any other opportunities that you're seeing in times like this that um, could end up serving us well? And again, that could be business and that can be personal as well. I think we're going to conduct ourselves differently going forward in a lot of areas. Um, It's an interesting question because um, on these sneeze guards, you're going to have a doubler plate along the bottom where it's mounted to the countertop. And uh, the engineering staff at these uh, retail grocery stores were specifying the same material that the screen was made out of. And, I, and I'm suggesting, I suggested to them that we need a different material instead of using acrylic, because a lot of, um, as the customers rub up against it and push up against the screen to make payments and things like that, it's gonna be a lot of abuse on this doubler plate that's gonna strengthen the anchor point to the counters. So I'm suggesting to them that we use a, a metal a metal strip, which is going to hold up to the uh, to the uh, abuse a lot better, mm-hmm. and um, conceal any dirt that gets in between the clear acrylic 
screen and the countertop. But they also suggest, I thought, wow, you know, not just, met, not just any metal, let's use a copper alloy. Because copper has a, his inherent property is antimicrobial properties. Oh. Where, where a lot of viruses and bacteria will, flirt, will, will, will survive for many days on um, metal or plastic uh, surfaces, on copper, it doesn't. And it's been well documented over the centuries wow. that copper pots and, you know, things in their copper drinking vessels are healthier to drink from. So it's an interesting thought. So I threw that out just before this call to my, to my customer and said, you know, instead of using acrylic, let's look at a metallic one and let's look at a copper alloy for these mm. three reasons. So uh, I'm, I'm kind of curious to see what he says. But anyway, just looking, keeping your eyes open and looking at opportunities. And maybe we'll see a return to copper door handles and copper faucets mm. and copper. I don't know. Use them, I don't know. I'm just, just, a, just an interesting thought. But um, I think there's going to be other you know, things that come back or become more popular. Uh, um, as time goes on because of this crisis. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it'll, it'll be a trend that was started right here, guys, by Peter on the Pivot Me <laughs> podcast. It's just an odd one. <laughs> it's, it makes sense. It makes sense. So let's talk about um, maybe some habits that you're doing. Maybe some things that you are doing right now. Um, maybe it's habits that you did before and you're carrying through and saying, hey, this isn't immovable. This is a non-negotiable. I still have to work out in the morning or I still have to journal or whatever it might be. Um, what habits are you still maintaining during this time? Yeah, maintaining your morning routine is really important. But instead of going to the gym, um, the gym that I go to is, I believe it's closed, but I haven't gone there for a few days. But I've, what I've been doing is going in for a run, mm. and getting up, going out in the park and uh, going for a run in the forest. And it's just an amazing um, opportunity to, to get some exercise and feel mm -hmm. fresh and uh, open up my lungs. Mm -hmm. And um, so keep on doing that and then reading and, uh, and educating myself. Um, and looking at uh, how I'm going to mitigate my risks going forward and um, be in a stronger position going sure. forward after this. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. And are you involving um, quite a few of the business owners that we've talked to also have, have kids at home just as you do. Are you involving that in their process? How are you uh, managing going through this, navigating this and also having kids at home, both whether that's mm -hmm. managing their activities or just kind of their emotional states as we're going through this? Yes, I. Um, that's a good question. Uh, the kids have my kids have been in my my wife's home at home too. So we we're both helping out, making meals, and uh, mm -hmm. you know, um, help you know, taking the kids out for walks and whatnot. We've been kind of restricted, obviously, in doing what our kids are doing. They were we were going to be away skiing this week, and then next week we we're going to be a hockey camp. Mm -hmm. So uh, we're going to be going for bike rides and walks and things like that. So um, that's the kind of thing we'll be doing and. Uh, the kids are beginning very good at uh, Fortnite. <laughs> that was our last interview too. She said, "My kids have gotten amazing at Fortnite." <laughs> oh yeah, they my they, they play a duel. They they're very good. They enjoy playing as a duel and then learning to work uh, cooperatively. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. uh, they won. I think they get you know two or three victory royales a day. So they <laughs> and they, they, they want. And they keep saying, well, we're dad, we're going to go to the competition league and start making money. And I said, okay, how much do they make? Well, the winner makes 50000 So I said, You're I supporting said, this. No, keep it up. <laughs> <laughs> Screen time for the win. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, uh, a great. I think Fortnite and those online gaming, that's just a great way for them to keep 
connect them mm. with their friends, mm-hmm. uh, whether it be at school or the sports teams. I think it's a fantastic way they, they speak and they, and they control and they have a lot of fun with each other and mm-hmm. they uh, challenge each other. And uh, yeah, they work in duels or quads or larger, you know, yeah. people solo once in a while. So it's a good opportunity for them to... Uh, to spend time with their friends, even though they're not in the same room. I think that's a great point. So, you know, obviously our, our kids are, are younger than your, your sons, but um, we, we finally were like, all right, what is this Minecraft thing and how do we download it? Because oh, yeah. some of their kids are on Minecraft. Um, again, mm-hmm. ours are younger, but I know that they can talk back and forth to their friends. And so we've been doing um, Zoom calls with the kids. So okay. like last night we had a scheduled Zoom call at five o'clock and I opened up, I brought my, my laptop down, set it you know, I had to set it on the table so nobody could touch it or else my kids would be fighting over who's touching the laptop um, and opened up the Zoom link. And the CEO of Zoom right now is giving free um, um, memberships to people who want a Zoom uh, account right now. And uh, we've used Zoom for years, but for anyone else that's listening, please, please, please get a Zoom account. It's amazing. And so we opened up the platform and then there's like, I don't know, seven or eight kids and they're all, first they all start talking at the same time. And I as a mom, I eventually had to leave the room because I was, I was like, stop talking over each other. No one can hear each other. <laughs> you know, and I'm like policing it. And then I'm thinking, oh no, don't be that mom. And so I just like got, got my food, went to another room. I was like, just do whatever that six and nine-year-olds do. So I mean, it probably went on for an hour and a half and everybody's talking over each other and showing each other pictures. And I come back out and they were playing uh, rock, paper, scissors, right? And yeah. uh, it was cute. I got a cute little video of them all playing rock, paper, scissors. But um, I think we're going to be doing that every day going forward just so they can at least see their friends because um, they need community too. And they need to talk about this in the way that a six or nine or 14, whatever, what, you know, however old your kids are, they need to talk about this in a way that kids that age talk about it. So um, yeah, no, I think that's, I think that's great. I think my kids are too young for Fortnite. I'm not really sure. I don't really know what this is yet. Um, probably, but, um, Minecraft it is. So I'm going to learn all about, okay. I'm going to learn all about that next. So, (laughs) so, um, let's see. So, um, habits, we talked about habits, um, habits that are you're, you're doing just a couple quick questions, um, for the wrap up, which is what are you not doing? What are you intentionally staying away from? And I'll kind of tee that up. So some of the things that I've heard is that people are saying, hey, I'm intentionally, you know, only limiting my social media time between this time and this time because I found that, you know, kind of amped up my anxiety or made me feel worse about the economic situation or the health situation. Um, Some people are actively not doing certain things. Is there anything that you're actively not doing in this time? Not, I don't, I never really engaged in social media or uh, news, but I have been watching the news, one, one, you know, the evening news, just to get a, a, a recap of what's happening economically as well as the uh, uh, what's happening with the levels of infection around the world, mm-hmm. just to educate myself and uh, have a realistic look at where, where we are instead of just burying my head in the sand and mm-hmm. carrying on. Um, that's what I, and also, um, what I'm not doing. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm trying. If people are getting worried or anxious, which uh, you know, uh, uh, spouses will look at the, the, this crisis in, in different ways and react to it very differently. Sure. So, if my spouse is getting anxious about things and you know worried about things, and I will try not to get involved too much. I'll just be very calm and I'll just say, you know, let's just keep it in perspective where we're at. We're you know we're very safe and uh, we've got a we're doing well financially 
um, and we've made some taken some steps to help us out uh, with the with the bank for six months, which is wonderful. Mm-hmm. And uh, she, uh, yeah, so that's been really good. So yeah. uh, just not to get too too wrapped up in other in people's anxiety and 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 uh, fear, mm-hmm. and just stay stay my course and uh, me and um, keep engaged with my family and I'm using Zoom a lot. Actually, my uh, this is a number of calls this week. I'm using Zoom. We um, my family is very active on Messenger, mm-hmm. and uh, they were um, they they love music. A lot of my members of my family, so they're thinking of doing a Stingray karaoke, and they were just corresponding about what platform to use. And then we've arrived on Zoom, so we're using Zoom to do our karaoke karaoke coming up. Uh, maybe tonight, I don't know. And uh, so, but uh, um, but in terms of yeah, just try not to get too wrapped up in the uh, the hysteria and the fear. And the anxiety and just keeping my course and uh, taking the opportunity to read and to uh, kind of look at it, you know, to get stronger for the future in terms of financially with my business and my family situation. So not only this situation, we're going to survive, but it, in a better, stronger position going forward. Mm-hmm. Is that something that you're actively working on, Peter? Because one thing that comes across in, in this in this conversation is that you're um, very intentional about your mindset, and obviously we've worked together for uh, you know more than a year. We know each other pretty well, and I know that that that's something that you focus on. But are you finding that you're being very intentional about your mindset right now, like keeping yourself focused on, hey, I, I'm focusing on the right things, I'm focusing on the solutions, not the problems. Um, and and if so, is there an exercise that you do, or is it just being aware of your thoughts that's kind of helping you get through this? There's a couple things I'm doing. Um, I am trying to at least daily uh, to do a couple of breathing processes with Wim Hof, uh, just to open up my lungs. And I find it uh, as a 10 minute breathing technique I use, I do with him. And I'm going to try to do it every hour. Uh, mm. it's, I don't, but I try. Um, the Wim Hof and uh, just helps open up my lungs and makes me relax and feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. My wife is very concerned about me because I do, you know, I have, I have had compromised lung function. So she says, if I'm going to get it, Mm-hmm. Uh, she thinks I'm going to die, so she's <laughs> concerned about that. So, um, so, so what I can do. So do you know, your lung exercises in front of her. Look, honey, yeah. I'm working out my lungs. <laughs> yeah. So, but um, and that, and also uh, doing some meditations uh, using the tools uh, by Joe uh, Dispenza, mm-hmm. and just reading, keeping reading and writing. Um, and wow. Using it's a wonderful opportunity. I really enjoyed the. It's been wonderful weather here. And uh, so it's been wonderful sitting, you know, in the kitchen with the sun, uh, you know, streaming into the window and uh, sitting there with my laptop and doing some work there. So it's been a really wonderful week, uh, some new challenges and, um, and a new uh, reality, really. Mm-hmm. So, um, so it's been a great opportunity for my family to connect as well. We haven't spent this much time together, mm-hmm. uh, you know, concentrated. Uh, Really, it's been wonderful if you think about it. And uh, not all families have this opportunity to spend this much time together mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, get to know who you really are. <laughs> yeah. There's <laughs> no crisis, hiding. Right? Yeah. It's no hiding, right? Yeah. Oh, so uh, my wife won't let me out of the house unless it's a, you know, it's a very, you know, specific thing I'm doing. Mm-hmm. She won't let me go grocery shopping. So, uh, so I have to be creative. So um, yeah. anyway, but uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, one thing, um, you know, is there a, is there a way that you are, we talked about a little bit about supporting em- employees, um, 
you know, it sounds like everyone's faring pretty well and, and both being a rock for your family. And that's definitely come up on quite a few of these calls that, um, you know, that it's important for us to sort of be the harbor in the storm right now. Um, is there, you know, have you reached out to anybody else? Is there anything that you're doing for whether that's, you know, a friend or a relative or a community, um, anything that you'd share around, hey, this might be a way that we can kind of help support other people through this process? Mm. Well, my family is, uh, I have one of eight kids and my, and my mom mm. and a lot of their, are my kids as well as my nieces and nephews and uh, cousins are all pretty connected with uh, iMessenger. I so whenever we send a message, everybody gets it. So mm. it's been wonderful. We do have a, a nephew in the Okanagan that had, that got infected and he's, he's in recovery. He's in the twenties, but he's, uh, he's been in isolation for a while, but he's doing well. Good. But um, yeah, but uh, I, yeah, I, I, I was thinking of the last few days I've been thinking about, I got to reach out to my mom more. Mm. Uh, even more than I do, like, you know, daily. And uh, some of my friends, my son, my actually a good friend of mine reached out to me yesterday, last night. So I'm all in today after this call. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's a, different it's, people. Just in contact with your, your you know, when I'm having a few, uh, coffee with somebody on um, on Tuesday morning. Yeah. As long as my, life, as long as my wife lets me out. It lets you out of the house. Do your breathing exercise in front of her today, Peter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Is there, um, is there, if there was a piece of advice or encouragement that you could give um, either to business owners directly or just to people that are listening right now, um, what would that be? What would you say? Right now in this crisis, I would say, Educate, you know, be aware where you are in terms of your liability, where you are with your liabilities and vulnerabilities, and take action and uh, do what you can to mitigate any risks and reach out to people, talk to people, don't hesitate. And I got, you know, my wife has been very good in terms of not hesitating at all and reaching out to the bank. You know, I was going to, you know, wait for a while, but she did it right away, which is amazing. And it took a lot of weight off my shoulders. I thought, well, okay, we didn't really need to do that, but I'm glad she did. And, um, if uh, so, don't hesitate. Don't mitigate. You know, don't minimize the risks or um, be realistic and don't overreact. And uh, but don't don't underreact. I think is the key. And just uh, be level and, and uh, concise and uh, you know, solid rock for your family and for your friends and uh, anybody that needs your help. Sure. No, that's sound advice. Peter, is there, is there something that we can do, um, us here at Pivot Me or the Pivot Me listeners, that we can do to support you, to support your business during this time? How can we show up for you? Well, just keep on doing what you're doing. I, I love the mastermind group, but I, you know, Wednesday, I really look forward to that. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I've expressed that to you when I first joined Mastermind. It was very uncomfortable for me to do this online sort of conferencing and whatnot, but I've I've grown to like it, and I, I and I hope and uh, I trust I'm a you know valuable part of the of your of our community. It's really important yeah. to me to uh, to to break outside myself and connect with others. It's really allowed me to uh, express who I am. I'm learning. I'm becoming much more uh, expressive and um, ability to to ask and reach out for help when I need help. And it's a very important skill, I think, and to look you know when you're trying to accomplish something. To ask for help, people that have been there before. I think that's a key for um, for Pivot Me and a master our mastermind group. It's been a very supportive and very helpful to me 
and give me a platform to spread my wings a bit and to um, mm. go after my goals and uh, a vehicle to keep me on my on my on my uh, on, at my best. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you for that, Peter. And just, just to give some context for the listeners. So um, Peter's in one of my mastermind calls um, and has been for probably about 15 months would be my guess, a, a while. Um, and uh, it's, it's a time, a scheduled time weekly where um, mostly business owners, but it's a, it's a bit of a mix, um, get together, really uh, growth oriented people get together. And the idea is just is to level up to it's a place where we can be accountable um we cover a topic but um it's also a place where we just come to get better so we go after goals we manage our mindset we're very intentional about how we show up in this world and contribute more to our community to our family to our businesses and uh, peter you've been an invaluable piece to that so not only has um your leadership been a gift within the mastermind but also your mindset <laughs> peter is one of those people that just uh, regardless of what happens he just stands right back up again and goes, well, I just learned something. Let's do this again. That was fun, um, which has been, it's, it's infectious. Uh, well, probably not the appropriate word to use right now. That <laughs> seems a little tone deaf. <laughs> I don't want to say contagious either. Um, when uh, just managing the mindset the way that you do, um, we know that what's wrong is always available, but so is what's right. And you continually retrain your eye uh, to see what is what's right. We saw that just today in our chat. Um, and so that's been a huge gift to the mastermind. So I thank you for that. Thanks, April. Wonderful. Thank you very much. I really enjoyed it. Yes. Well, thank you so much for making your time um, to going to your home office and getting that door shut. Um, I know that could be challenging, especially with uh, kids running around. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for dialing in today. And don't forget, make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love what you hear, give us a five-star review. It means the world to us. Hit me up on Instagram at the April Garcia or check us out online at pivot-me.com. This is all made possible with the support of you listeners, the numerous contributors and our clients. Our music and production is by the amazing Rockwood Audio. Join me next time for more tips on how to hack success. And until then, make it a great day. Thanks, guys. You guys are amazing.